It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Imagine Radio, featuring insights and opinions from thought leaders and subject matter experts in the HIM and healthcare industry to help you stay educated and informed. This is Imagine Radio. I'm your host, Todd Youngblood. Welcome. This is our very first interview at the HEMA 2017. And obviously, we picked somebody that's a superstar in the world of the HEMA. Please welcome Kareen Bird. She's the Operations CD Manager, HIM, for MD Anderson Cancer Center. Kareem, thanks for swinging by. And no pressure, you're the very first guest here. So thank you. <laughs> it's really glad is, to be here. Really is a delight to have you. Tell us a little bit about the MD Anderson Cancer Center. I mean, most folks in the universe have heard of that already, but just give us a quick overview. Correct. Yes. MD Anderson Cancer Center is a specialty hospital, primarily treats cancer through research projects and other initiatives in terms of the treatment of cancer, special programs like our Moonshots program that was piloted and also mentioned even by our previous vice president in terms of him speaking well of the program and what they do. Could you tell us just a quick overview of the Moonshots program? I must be in a cave. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, Moonshots program where they specialize in certain cancers that they're doing specific targeted research on in terms of their treatment patterns of patients to make cancer history. Outstanding. I mean, I just admire the work you folks are doing. Yes, it's awesome. My family's been touched by that affliction, as many have. Talk a little bit about what an operations CDI manager, HIM, does, Kareem. What's your day like? Okay, our day is like... I have a team of eight people, and they're a mixture of nurses, professional nurses, as well as professional HIM coders. That team works very well together because of the mixed background. They're able to learn from each other. So basically, their day begins with cases that we look at our government payers and some other special projects, but they begin with reviewing those cases, going through the record to see if there's any gaps in the documentation that needs further specificity to assist with the final coding. So they begin their day reviewing those records. If they identify that there's gaps in the documentation, then they we call a query, but basically mm-hmm. it's a question that's sent to the provider asking for further clarification using clinical indicators from within the record. Take a step back now and talk more strategically. What are the kind of things that you're thinking of as you look ahead as a, a strategic direction for the CDI program? Well, a strategic direction for a CDI program, first of all, I would say, is know your institution. We have some special things that may not necessarily be unique to other places. So in knowing your institution, then you're able to help better assist in bridging that gap within your documentation that's specialized to you. We may have some unique situations that maybe another kind of hospital setting may not experience. 
Could you talk through an example of something like that? What might be different? Okay, well, some of our examples or some of the things that we might experience, well, our providers are very good at documenting the cancer and the staging of it because that's what they do. So many of the times we have patients that come to us and also not only they have the cancer, they have other complicated conditions that are being treated as well in a part of their care. But sometimes the level of specificity is not always there in the Mm -hmm. documentation. So that's where we spend the time to help bridge that gap and help educate them in terms of making that clear in that picture of that patient. Well, it's interesting you say help in educating them. Educate, Who's them? I'm sorry. Help me educate the providers. And we, because they know the clinical terms, and the but we code based on the diagnosis. Right, right. So sometimes that clinical picture may not have the clearest diagnostic terms that can be coded. I'm just curious. I wonder if there is a challenge with a coder who's a legitimate professional. That I mean, my gosh, I told you before when we were chatting, I could not do that job. But that's sort of a professional communicating with a physician. Are there any challenges in that? Of course there are. What kind of challenges are there in communicating with those providers? Well, we understand that they're very busy. And so first and foremost, in our effort, we make sure that when we're going through that documentation that we're looking for those impacting information that may, you know, impact that severity of illness, the risk of mortality may impact a CC or an MCC. And those are particular diagnostic in terms of that coding nomenclature. Mm -hmm. So we make sure that when we have to go to them, we're going to them with the most important information that we need clarification on. So many times we don't get much pushback. Many times they're very open because they understand that clinical picture helps in those various other entities, the rankings and all those things that tell the picture of how sick that patient is. Well, yeah, there's a real impact on the quality of patient care. At the end of the day, that really is the point. I imagine there's got to be collaboration with a lot of different groups. And when we talked about the physicians, who else is part? Who are the other stakeholders? Of course, the coding team. We work very closely with them in terms of our queries and our communications in trying to help them be able to code completely through the record without having to not be able to get that record completely coded, waiting on a query to be answered. So we're building our collaboration with our coding team, but it's an important part of the picture because we're there to assist them in terms of them getting their work done and out the door. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? I mean, physicians and coders obviously would, yeah, would be also, very critical. Yeah. Also, we work closely with some of the ancillary team. We have a special project that we're doing with regards to nutrition and wound assessments. So we work with the the wound care nurse and also the nutritionist because we use their documentation as well in terms of if there's a gap that we need to clarify with that provider. That's, I mean, such a broad array of things that your team needs to know and be familiar with. How... What kind of people do you recruit into that? What kind of skills do they have? Both hard skills, obviously, and knowing the coding and knowing physician's requirement. Talk a little bit about the softer skills that are needed. Well, definitely a softer skill would be definitely able to comfortably communicate with those providers. And, of course, with a service approach. 
because many times in terms of the opportunities that we have with them may be through an email, but sometimes it may have to be a phone call. Mm -hmm. It may have to be a face-to-face meeting them where they are to do that. So definitely feeling comfortable to be able to talk to them where it's a two-sided gaining information and also assisting. What next? I'm sure in the back of your head, you have probably four or five things you'd really like to get done over the next, say, one to three years. Talk a little bit about what Kareem dreams about and says, by golly, I'm going to make this happen. Well, of course, and I know many, many institutions, they look at their metrics. They look at their numbers. They look at what impacts the program. They look at opportunities of where they can be better. And so those kind of things also in being in the electronic record where we've projected or projected in some of our efforts with some of the service lines in order to look at specific documentation and help either through smart phrases or any kind of development that might help them proactively document better and think through those things as they're documenting those out. So we want to be able to, or I want to hopefully be able to assist in that effort based on having some clear data based on patterns of what they do to educate those different service lines. Wow. Much to be done, huh? Mm-hmm. Kareen, we're just about out of time here. But before I let you go, I want to make sure folks know how to get a hold of you so they can pick your brain, okay. <laughs> pull some more of that knowledge out for patient care or cancer patients, because okay. uh, we all know they sure need that. So how can folks get a hold of you? My email is ccbyrd at mdanderson.org. Kareen Bird, Operations CDI Manager, HIM, for MD Anderson Cancer Center. Thanks for taking the time, sharing some of your perspectives with us. We appreciate it. And thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. That wraps this episode. This is Imagine Radio. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Imagine Radio. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.